0: Welcome to the Terry and Jesse Show. It's a Monday that means Father Charles Moore is with us. Father with your busy schedule, I really appreciate you taking the time each week to share the gospel with our listeners so thanks for doing that
1: Terry, thank you very much for having me you And you know what mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's it's a busy schedule yes mm-hmm. I would I would be remiss to say uh, to say that it wasn't it is a busy schedule, but you know what mm-hmm. Everything that I seem to be doing, I sit down at night when I'm tired. I seem to think that everything that was done during the day was done for the Lord. Amen. I, I had very little time for myself, and that's much better. That's a much better way to live.
0: Absolutely. It's it's spending yourself on others. This is what our Lord did, and we imitate him. All right. Well, Father, we're gonna be talking a little bit. We always talk about the life of Christ, this great book by Bishop Sheen. But before we get into that, we'll do the gospel. Luke chapter 10, verse 25 to 37, then we'll get a Fulton Sheen quote. But then I want to talk a little bit <clears throat> about what's going on in Rome right now, where much reparation needs to be made because the Senate on Senadality is going on, and we're hearing things before the Senate, right before that just doesn't make any sense. It's it's scandalous, that's what's happening there. And I want to get a grasp of how we, especially lay people, because 99% of the church is lay And how we should be responding to this and how we should be making a reparation for the horrible things that are going on and praying for our leaders from the top to the bottom. So before we do any of that, I'd like to read, if you don't have it in front of you, I'll read the Gospel of Luke chapter 10 verse 25. To 37, it's up to you. Do you have it in front of you? Uh, I,
1: have, I, have to, I have 10, 1 to 12. I Let's have do to, that. Uh, you, you, you do it. All right, I'll you be, want me to do that one? Yes, I, I like
0: when you read the gospel. I, you read it with all right. reverence.
1: As you. As, you, as you wish. The Lord be with you.
0: With your spirit.
1: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you. Glory to you, O Lord. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him two by two, into every town and village where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and salute no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace shall rest upon him. But if not, it shall return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide. For the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God has come to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive, you, go into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come. I tell you it shall not it, it shall be more tolerable on that day for Sodom than for that town. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Praise Jesus
0: you. Christ. Father, can I just say something before you give commentary?
1: I, 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 w- I wish our Lord would speak clearer.
0: <laughs> That's, what I was just gonna say. That's exactly what I say. In a time of ambiguity in the church, the gospel yeah. is just ringing loud and clear. your thoughts.
1: Well, that's because our Lord was not a Marxist. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know that's, that's really simple. Yeah. He, our Lord was 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 speaking to the first Christians, and he spoke to them clearly, openly. Mm-hmm. And what they didn't understand, he tried to tell them in parables, these stories. What they didn't understand, we also said have the Gospel saying he took them apart. He took them to not apart. didn't take them apart. He took them apart aside yes. and explained to them exactly what, what it meant, what he was saying. So he was very clear. Uh, enemies of the church are not clear. Well said. Am- ambiguity is a way is it's a, it's a tactic. It's a tactic, right? Uh, our Lord speaks very clearly and he speaks. I, I love this too. You know, uh, uh, I, you know that I wrote, I wrote both uh, my theology and, uh, and, and uh, psych- psychology thesis on, on friendship.
0: Yes.
1: Well, and on interpersonalism, what have you. All right. We get to a problem with this gospel. Our Lord takes 72 of his disciples and sends them out two by two. Yes. In other words, he sent them to 36 different places. Not to 72 different places. Right. Right. Why? Wouldn't it have been more effective to send them to 72 places if he wants to cover the earth with his message? No, because they are in themselves a message. Okay. You just stop and think, Terry. Yep. You mm-hmm. look at the, the Mormons mm-hmm. and the Jehovah Witnesses. Right. Now, we, mm-hmm. know, we know and consider those false religions. That's not All right. That's not my, that's not my point. They certainly have as as Fulton Jay Sheen, we may have the light, but by goodness, they've got the heat. They've got the they've got the heat, don't they? Yes, they the passion. Yep. So whenever they go out, they don't go alone. They're, they go out two by two. Yep. In the olden days, Terry, we used to have nuns, brothers, friars, anybody who belonged to a religious community who would always travel or go out in twos, right. twos or threes, yep. always, never alone. You don't get the car keys, sister, to your own car and you you travel. No, that's not it. Because you're missing the opportunity to give witness and witness can only exist. Christ wanted to, here, Christ our Lord wants to, wants to be represented to all these places where he himself later on was going to go. Well, how do you do that? Who, who is Christ in communion with? The Father. Where Christ is, the Father is. Where the Father is, there is Christ. So what he wants are these disciples to go in two by two, that they can show the dynam- the dynamism of human love, of friendship in themselves. So that later on when he gets there, the, the field has already been plowed. There's a preparation already made. That's the, the whole idea. A beautiful story. We had the feast day of St. Francis of Assisi. Right. Uh, not long ago, right? Yep. Saint Francis of Assisi invited a, a, a brother, a brother, by, I think his name in, in, in English, I think it's Brother Leo yeah, Leone. Very, Leone is, it is in Italian and in Spanish. Anyway, he invited him to go to a nearby town in in Umbria uh, to to preach. Let's, he said, let's go to such and such a town to preach. Fine. Well, the two of them went, they're in their, of course, their habits, their religious habits, and they're walking down the road. They got to the town and walked through it to the end of the town. (laughs) Francis turned around and said to him, let's go home. And he said, I thought we were here to preach a sermon. He said, we already did. We already did. Anyone who saw the two of us walking together, smiling, Talking and in communion with each other, received a homily, received a a sermon. This is what Christ is doing with with this example, sending them out two by two. And I love that. I love that. The two by two message. Absolutely.
0: Actions speak louder than words.
1: Right. Wow. That's That's a good
0: story. Father, the, the commentary seems very appropriate also for what's going on in the church today. I mean, it seems like every time I read the Bible and the scriptures, they always come alive to me but then I try to relate it to what is happening in my life or in the life of the church. And it seems that this would be a really appropriate gospel to read uh, in Rome as the Senate fathers, and they have lay people now at this. It's not a Senate of uh, bishops because there's other people there other than bishops, but the meeting, I'll just call it this meeting in Rome. It seems that this is one of the areas that is lacking, and that is the word of God. It seems like they're spending so much time on sociological questions uh what the world is asking them to do and forgetting about the word of god and what the word of god says am i on to something
1: You're absolutely hitting it correctly that's exactly right that's exactly right and in the uh what, you know what can i what can i say to people there's i've, I've received so many letters so many calls from people yeah. who are truly concerned truly concerned sure. about this whole thing Sure uh what can I tell them? The same thing I'm going to tell you right now. Right. The church is in a catastrophic state right now. It's a fact. All right. You you, you want me to put it light no, lightly? A fact. You want to put put frosting on it with nope. a cherry on top? No. Nope. No. It's it we're in a bad way. And we're in a bad way. And this should this should make people stop and think, we're in a bad way because we don't have real leadership. Christ founded the church to have real leadership. He founded the church upon Peter and the apostles to have real bishops, real leadership. This is it. And now we see what is to live, what it is to live without that leadership. Yeah, well, it's chaos. It's confusion. It's confusion. This is where we are now. We me. have we have people in Rome. Mm-hmm. This is not just the pope, but he's surrounded himself with with with
0: right. like
1: minded like minded. Uh, uh, men and women. We have people in Rome who want to be more worldly. That's it. I can't, how else do you put That's it? That's
0: exactly what Are, it is. We're,
1: we're, we're talking Fulton J. Sheen here. This is the Fulton J. Sheen, the life of Christ, right? Yes. What is, what is Sheen talking about constantly? Our problems with the world. Yes. Let's, and let's that, we'll get back to that. You nailed okay?
0: it. When we come back from the break, we'll continue to talk about what Sheen said and the answer of reparation, expiation, for these things that are going on in our church. That's what we can do. You know, help Holy Mother the Church push through this time kind of confusion. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. It's Monday. Father Charles, we're filling in for guest Romero. And Father, we were just talking about the Senate, and you just to summarize, you mentioned that we have a worldly view right now in the church rather than a biblical worldview, and you quoted Fulton Sheen because he seemed to have been saying that for years. Your thoughts on what Sheen had to say?
1: Uh, let me go right, right to the author of authors. Let me go to the author who inspired Sheen. Let me go to our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He, he said, I have come to bring not peace, but a sword. If the world hates you, (laughs) remember, the world hated me before it hated you. Well said. Right? Yes. I I have not come for the world. The world has its own philosophy. It has its own prince. Yep. And the prince of this world is not Jesus Christ. It's the prince of darkness. Now, that said, Terry, there's something very wrong when the church yeah. the, the mystical body of christ tr- trying to be trying to be christ on earth yes with his own, with his mind on earth yes. when the church is I, how do you how do you say it is is uh, we used to say we used to say uh, in bed with with the, with the state
0: in line with the state
1: in line with it let's do that yes let's let's do in line that's a mistake. Let's make these things clear. We don't need more confusion. No. All right. Now, when the church is in line with the with the with with government.
0: Yes. And the yeah. government
1: and the government is anti-Christian. There's something wrong. Of course. Uh, we, we have we have a church that is trying at the moment. It's not going to succeed. Let me just tell people that it's not going to succeed in this at all. But at the, at the moment, it is trying to be one with 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 politics. You nailed it. One with the world. That's right. It, that's not going to work. It's going to it's going to fail catastrophically. It'll fall right flat on its face. That's right. But that's where we're at right now, and and uh, mm-hmm. it's it's a disaster to hear the the the, the back and forth uh, discussions, what they're talking about, because it's all for naught. It's yeah, all for right. naught. And none of this is going anywhere.
0: That's right. And you know, Bishop Sheen has something to say about this. I mentioned. To you off the air that I put a quote to uh, on YouTube that it was a a message. Pardon me. Oh yeah, let's bring Bishop Sheen in. The <laughs> he's about. at the door. Yeah, he's at the door. Full Sheen ahead. He said this about responsibility, and I read this, and then I sent it out uh, off into YouTube. And it's like if Bishop Sheen was alive today, what would he tell these folks? in Rome. He said, truth brings with it a great responsibilities. That is why so many men keep their hands open to welcome it, but never close them to grasp it. He says, in their cowardness, they keep their minds open so they will never have to close on anything that would entail responsibility, duty, moral correction, or altered behavior. I'm just going to say it because We're in times right now where we can't beat around the bush. This statement, to me, is so clear about our leaders in our church that when it comes to even the Holy Father saying, well, you decide, Father Murray, Father Mike, whoever you are, who's going to bless same-sex, you know, unions. What? Are you afraid to be one with uh, Christ? Are you afraid? Do you want to be one with the world? The world wants you to say that. And Sheen is saying, look... uh, He's saying you're a coward for not speaking the truth. That's how I interpret that. Am I on to something or is that am I interpreting it too much? Yeah, let me let me
1: let me take that to a logical conclusion Barry. All right. Gary. All right. Uh, I love logic. With, yeah. I, I love logic and I love the study of it.
0: Sure. Let's do this.
1: Yeah. Let's do this. You see what the holy father is doing, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I didn't say that. Well, I didn't uh, Well, who knows what I meant? I, I this, good. He's yeah. not responsible for anything. But imagine this, Terry. I say to you, let's say I'm the Pope, and I say to you, Father Father Barber, mm-hmm. uh, you decide. You're free. I'm going to let you free to decide. Now, just a minute, Terry. Yeah. You're in your you're in your parish in Manhattan, and you decide not to bless same sex unions. Right. Who's coming after you? I think the government. The government says, "Yeah, this is a- the government is going to come after you right away because." You're, you're responsible now for a hate crime. Right. You're, you're responsible for a hate crime. Right. And then, and then you say and then you say, no just a minute, I'm trying to be Christian. Mm-hmm. And what is the government's response to that? Excuse me. Your own church gave you permission for this. Right. So you have no way out. Yes. You are be you you will be ultimately betrayed by your own church. Well, this is amazing. Well, you know. This is amazing.
0: It, it happened just two years ago with COVID when the Holy Father yep. tells everybody they have a moral obligation to be vaccinated. And we said, no, and then you only had a... can't. Well, Bishop Strickland was one who said, no, this is not morally acceptable. Now, he gets in trouble for just speaking the truth. Like, I'll just give another example. Bishop Strickland, just last week, right before the Holy Father's comment, he came out with a letter, a pastoral letter. He said, on same-sex blessings, God cannot and can't uh, cannot bless sin. Now He was just reaffirming what the church has of course. always said. Of course. Okay, you can't bless sin. And now, what does it look like? Oh, I've got articles here in my hands where people are attacking Strickland because he's attacking the Pope. Well, I have to say this. How does he attack the Pope with the truth of the gospel? Uh, I'll tell you why. Who's in error regarding the deposit of faith? And right now, and I know this is a strong fit for a layman who has no authority and no degrees to say, Holy Father, we want you to be converted back to the perennial teachings of the church. What you're doing is you're misleading people. You're telling them a worldly view on moral questions when our Lord has given us the answer with a biblical worldview that the church has taught for 2,000 years. And, and I would say this to him, and I know this is a strong thing to say, repent. And believe in the gospel because that's what the gospel says to me, and it applies to you, Father Mur, and it applies to to uh, Pope Francis and Of course it does. Of, course it does. of
1: uh-huh. course it does.
0: So that's my thought. And this is
1: this is this is, this is uh, I, I told you already the story about the when I was in Mexico as a young priest, the man who came into the sacristy and asked me yep. to bless a knife.
0: No, you need to say that. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, he
1: came in. He came in and asked me to bless this knife, and he was a little bit agitated. And I said. I've never heard of a blessing for a knife. I've cars, (laughs) cars, horses, a knife. He said, I, I, I'm not exactly remembering correctly. He either wanted to kill his wife or his best friend, somebody. And he wanted a blessing for the knife. He's mixed up so that it would do it so that it would do a fatal job. Yeah. I, I, I said, are you, are you crazy? What are you, what are you asking for? You can't do something like that. Well, neither can you that would be that could you imagine if I blessed his knife and said yes now go out and kill
0: yeah but don't (laughs) you think father uh father Murr I'm not saying everybody that does these compromises what Fulton Sheen said in his comment is it's it's the truth that sets us free we know that the bible says that but what he said this and that we're cowards if we don't give people the truth but I would even say you only love me if you give me the truth of Christ. I don't think you love me when you tell me uh, I'm gonna bless sin. You see, that's not love. That's error.
1: Terry, okay? Terry, Terry. It, listen, tell me if I told you if I told you a serious lie. I'm yeah. talking about something very important to you. Sure. And I told you an out and out lie
0: yeah.
1: and and you caught me in that. Yes. Would you would you consider our friendship intact?
0: No, I, I, no, I would say, I would, no, call you would you not, I would call you because, out.
1: because, because that was not an act of friendship. No, it wasn't. That had nothing to do with, with loving you and, and wanting your right. good or right. anything, Willing right? Willing the good of the other. Exactly. That has nothing to do with it. Well, this is the same thing. If I, if I love someone and I see someone in, in danger of, 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 of his or her immortal soul
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't act, I don't say anything. I am a coward. Yeah. I am a coward. And, and you know what? Uh, St. Saint, Saint, uh, Alphonsus Ligori says this quite strongly yeah. to priests. Yes. When, when you don't call somebody's attention to something, you, priest, take on the responsibility of that sin. Absolutely. In great part. It, right?
0: Yes. And, and, you know, that's why I have this comment that I've been using for, oh gosh, Father, for so long about not worrying about who's going to be offended, you know, if you speak the truth, be more concerned. If you don't, in other words, what you just said, we have to be responsible and give people the truth. Now, Father Murr, there's a, a nun named Sister. You would, you would
1: use the word Terry that I'd like to underscore. Yeah. You used the you used the perfect word that I'd like to underscore, and the word is cowardice.
0: Yes, I can say that strong,
1: but it's these, true. These are these are these are cowards. Yeah. Who are who are who are who are uh, uh, snuggling up to the world yeah. so that the world will like them. The world isn't going to like you. The world is going to hate you.
0: Exactly. Still.
1: And as a matter of fact, the world is going to hate you even more because not only are you not a Christian, but you're a coward.
0: Yes. I, I need to call it for what it is. Father, there's hundreds yep. of, nun- of sisters and lay women who are calling us men out. Are you ready? Good. Sister, Sister Good. Dee Dee Byrne. She's my— I awesome. love this woman. I love this woman. She's awesome. She's great? Yeah, we've had her on our yeah. show. She's great. Now, she signed a letter with hundreds of women demanding this. These women are demanding of our church, are you especially demanding the bishops, ready, to do this, to to buy them drinks? No. They're demanding the bishops to uphold church teaching. Is this microphone on? Are you kidding me? <laughs> 40, 50 yeah. years, 60 years ago, we would have never had to write a letter to say, hey, bishops, would you, I want you to hold you be accountable, to, and we're demanding you that you just teach what you've been mandated to do, that you made a promise when you were made a bishop and a priest. We're asking you now to do that. Are you serious? But, Father, this is the time we're living in with confusion to have these women do this. I want to commend those women. Matter of fact, Bishop Strickland, yesterday on my show, said that. He said, I commend those women that, uh, that they're doing this and that uh, we need to heed the message of these women. So what are your thoughts about that?
1: Terry, you, you, you know the story of uh, La Vendée in France.
0: Of course.
1: But everybody knows when, that. When,
0: Go ahead.
1: Everybody knows that. But do they also know that when the men went off to fight to, to fight yes. against, to fight for Christ, to fight right. for the Sacred Heart and the King, Yeah. you know where their women were? Where? Standing right behind the lines with frying pans, right, <laughs> okay? to hit them if they would if they would retreat, their own husbands. Wow! If they were to go into battle, and if you die in battle, you die in battle, but you're not coming back here. And we've lost consolation. Yeah, we've lost. These yeah, th- th- those are women. Yeah. Excuse me. You want you want to talk about the force of a woman? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and real conviction and, and determination fantastic
0: so i think the bottom line is right now is lay people before we have this break and then we'll get into the life of christ this crisis in the church
1: is and who he, said that, who said that this is the time of the laity even before the second vatican council bishop who said that? Jay Sheen. <laughs> he, he sure did he, you know he's he the one sure who did.
0: said that who's going to save the church the laity and how are we going to save the church well these women what they just did we're asking bishops to be real bishops and be men Wow. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, you're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Father Charles Murr staying with us this hour to share the gospel. We're going to get into a great book we do every Monday, The Life of Christ by Archbishop Fulton Sheen. So put your seatbelts on because we're going to get into what he has to say about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that will help you become a stronger follower of Jesus. Stay with us, family. welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show Father Charles' Murray joining me every Monday to talk about the life of Christ father Murray if someone asked you uh, what you'd want to be doing is there anything better than talking about the life of Christ to people I don't think so
1: well there's nothing more important than the entire world <laughs> this is this is the this is the life <laughs> yeah, this exactly. is the life well what did what did, what did Christ call himself the, the truth it's the, the life live. and the way yeah exactly this is the life. Yeah. you you study this. You know what I what I love about it? There was a priest who told me this years ago. Tell me. He said, if you can if you can read sacred scripture yeah. and not be reading your own biography, mm. you're not reading it correctly.
0: Wow, that's a great statement. Profound.
1: Um, it's true also. Yeah,
0: it's also it's true. true. Yeah, also that's more important, actually. Also happens to be true. <laughs> yeah. Well, Father, what we were talking about, from what I remember, I, write, I have a little note here. Uh, this is really an incredible thing when we, when we really grasp uh, God becoming man. The Word became flesh. This is what we call prehistory, now history. Because we, 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 we have uh, before and after Christ. So B.C. and A.D. Uh, after Christ. So here's the here's what he said, one paragraph. And this this I Terry, if, I, if I
1: may, real quick, just a real quick parenthesis, Fulton J. Sheen put it even better. He said, even the atheist yeah. has to declare that that That's Christ is Christ, say, Christ is Christ every time he writes a check.
0: Yeah, oh I know, I love that. Here's what he said in one short paragraph. The word became flesh, the divine nature, which was pure and holy, entered as a renovating principle into the corrupted line of. Of Adam's race without being affected by corruption well said through the virgin birth Jesus Christ became an operative in human history without being subject to the evil in it and so he's quoting John first John 1 14, and the word was made flesh and came to dwell among us and we had sight of his glory the glory such belongs to the father's only begotten son full of grace and truth. That in itself, Father Murr says it all, and the the importance of Jesus Christ, that he became man, and, and basically, like what he said, where the, the corrupted line of Adam's race, he's restoring it, and he's basically saying that, hey, I'm here, I have a mission, and my mission is to open up, and I'm just in a simple way of saying, the gates of heaven are going to be opened when I die on the cross and make, and make atonement for the sins of Adam's line. I'm going to open up the gates of heaven. And all of us, you know, here 2,000 years ago, are benefiting from this huge act of God's mercy towards us.
1: Your yeah, it's, it's a, I, I like to think of it as the artist who on a canvas... Has painted the most beautiful scene that he can imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, painted a man, painted yeah. a woman. Yes. Uh, in a setting that's colossal, sens- sensational, yeah. and he's done it to such perfection. When he was done, he put down his his, uh, yeah. his paints, washed his hands, and then went in into the painting himself. Yeah, I, Father, and I, became I, part of it. Yes,
0: I love what Bishop Sheen says. Bethlehem became a link between heaven and earth. God. And man met here, looked at each other in the face. Isn't this incredible? Think about this. He says, in taking of the human flesh, the Father prepared it, the Spirit formed it, the Son assumed it. He who had an eternal generation in the bosom of the Father now has a temporal generation in time. Profound! He says, he who has his birth in Bethlehem came to be born in the hearts of men, for what would it profit if he was born a thousand times in Bethlehem unless he was born again in man and then he quotes John 1 12 but all those who did welcome him he empowered to become and this is what we are children of God your thoughts
1: yes that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying with the example of the artist yes he entered into he entered into his own creation the man who, who the man, the person who created all of this mm-hmm. became a creature. Yes. And is in his own creation. Right. Out of love for, out of love for Terry Barber. Which
0: yes. Is an incredible Individually. Thing. Each one of us. It's awesome. Isn't it? Absolutely. If God stopped thinking and about for us, me, this is, we would, we would cease to exist. Isn't that a profound right. thought?
1: Wow. I think so. Wow. I think so. I think so.
0: Well, I just, I, I read each paragraph and I'm just like, wow. He says, uh, now, man need not hide from God as Adam did. Isn't that a profound? No, he says, mm-hmm. for he can be seen through Christ's human nature. God did not gain one perfection more by becoming man. I love that. It's a profound of thought, too. Not. Nor did he lose anything of what he possessed as God. There was the almightiness of God in the movement of his arm, the infinite love of God in his beating of his human heart and the unmeasured compassion of God to sinners in his eyes. God is now manifest in the flesh. That is what we call, I love this term, Yep, the incarnation. I I use that word incarnation and a lot of Catholics are going, what does that mean? But you see, Father, that's why we have to go back to the basics here. Bishop Sheen says, the whole range of divine attributes of power and goodness and justice and love beauty were in him and when our divine lord acted and spoke god in his perfect nature became manifest to those who saw him and heard him and touched him as he told philip later on and again john 14 whoever has seen me has seen the father see how he puts it all together
1: he does it does. I try. I, I tried to explain to little kids uh, in Mexico. They were preparing for first Holy Communion. Yes. And you try to get through with examples and stories and everything else. Yes. We came to the word incarnation.
0: Yes, I gotta hear
1: this. In, in, in Spanish, it's the same thing. Encarnacion. Huh? What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, I went in. And I started explaining. <laughs> well, God became man. And but, and I said, I said, wait a minute. What's the What does the word carne mean? Carne meat. And I said meat. Yeah. I said, that's I right. Chili con carne, yeah. right? Yeah. Chili con carne, chili with meat. Sure. Right? Yeah. I said, well, the incarnation is that God took on flesh. He took on meat, human meat, Tell flesh, and you. became men. Fine. So every time this kid would see me later on, he'd say, he'd look at me and say, Father, chili con carne. Ah, <laughs> become chili con carne. He
0: got
1: it. He, said, he got, got the, got the you message. Remember. You remember it. You got it. That's it. That's beautiful. Incarnation.
0: Father, give us a little bit by, you know, he says, No man can love anything unless he can get his arms around it. And the cosmos is too big and too bulky. But once God became a babe and was wrapped in swaddling clothes, laid in a manger, men could say, this is Emmanuel, which means this is God with us. I I, I could keep reading, but to me, everything he's saying, I mean, what insights he has when we think about even praying the rosary on on the, the birth of Christ. I mean, the insights he gives to meditate on are just really profound and this is why this
1: book in another actually- in another work by sheen in another work of sheen's yes i can't remember which it is but he said he, he, he put it this way Tell um uh, a grown man yeah. could be afraid of the grown man christ because you can see a severity in Christ's moral law.
0: Oh, I get it.
1: You might you might take him as a judge. You might right. take him as harsh and everything else if you don't know him, yeah. right? Yes. But, but, Sheen said, what man in his right mind is afraid of a little baby born five minutes ago? Oh,
0: beautifully stated. Nobody. Nobody. nobody.
1: And every Christmas that we celebrate, every human being... Mm-hmm. Old men, old women, young men, young women yes. have the opportunity to come close to this babe and not feel threatened in the least.
0: That's right.
1: As a matter of fact, you want to protect the baby. You want to it's, it's, You want to even me. protect the baby. This is how he came into the world. Wow. No one was afraid. No one was afraid, and he was there for everyone to see. Oh, a beautiful way. He didn't come he didn't come as a thirty-two-year-old judge with a staff and bop, 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 bop. Right. No, he came he came in the sweetness of a baby laying in a manger. Fantastic. It is so beautiful. Who's afraid, who's afraid of that? Who's afraid of that? No yeah. one.
0: Yeah, I, I just read this book and I think of the meditations people are gonna get from this life of Christ. And I just want to make a plug. This book is still in public it's still in, in print. So if you just Google on Google of Life of Christ by Fulton Sheen, I believe the latest version is forwarded by father uh, by Bishop Robert Barron. They published it on the word of on fire classics so it's it's easy to get to get this book and again
1: yesterday I, yesterday i got yesterday I got a letter from a priest yes uh, what what can I read? what do you suggest I read this I, I, I didn't right. think one second yeah. the life of Christ yes. Fulton Sheen get yeah. it.
0: It gets it. see. This is what it, we're doing here. This is why, even with all the confusion in the church, it, we have resources. Of, uh, we, as, as being alive in 2023, to read the classics of the faith. You quoted Saint Alphonsus Liguori earlier. We've got the saints to be. They're all written. So much is, uh, is available to us. This is why I I say let's stay focused on the person of Christ even with this confusion yes That's we can we can, we can make reparation we need to make reparation i know our lady of fatima said it you know, souls are going to hell because no one's there to pray and make sacrifices. Yes, we need it. But we also need to study more intimately the life of Christ so that we could be. Clear Terry, when, when
1: you know Christ, yeah. when you know the person of Christ, yes. everything that's happening today won't bother you one it's feather or beautiful. fig.
0: Yep. Not at all. Yeah. And this is why we're spending time going through this book because I'm convinced souls. This is what Bishop Sheen said. He said, if souls are saved, everything is saved. If souls are not saved, it's all about. nothing is saved. So let's about. stay focused on the person of Christ. And this is why we do this every single Monday. And, I, and I'll and i say this, Father, I'm convinced. Please, God, we all get to heaven. I'm sure I'm going to spend a lot of time in purgatory. But please, God, I will live a life of Christ. Look, look me up, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But here's my point. I'm convinced that we will meet souls in heaven who have read the life of Christ because this is what's going to convert people. I'll just give you a, a quick story, Up oh, the break, about a priest who's now a priest today, but it was Bishop Sheen's life of Christ as a, a living in a communist country that converted him to the Catholic faith and became a priest. This is why this book is so important to read, The Life of Christ by Bishop Sheen. Stay with us. We have one more segment to talk about most, most important thing in life, and that is the life of Jesus Christ. Stay with us, family. We'll be in a moment. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888 526 2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back. Father Mer sitting in for Jesse on a Monday. My engineer and I were just talking at the break, Father. I wish you could have heard us. You would have laughed. We said, you know what? I'm seeing that the Biden administration is saying those who say anything about homosexuality in a negative way, it's hate. uh, uh, It's a hate crime. And those people could be punished. by No kidding. Yeah. No yeah. kidding. Where did,
1: where, did, where did you hear that fear uh, voiced about <laughs> yeah. a half an hour ago?
0: Exactly. And the point of it is, yeah. is, I said to Richard, wouldn't it be, I said, I wouldn't want to be taken off the air, uh, uh, you know, because I like to get to preach the gospel. But if I'm in jail, I'm still going to be, my, my job description doesn't change. I'm still going to be right. sharing the life of Christ. It's just in a different location. But I, can you imagine, Father Murr, at your job? Oh, that, I, they waste no
1: time. They waste no time. So no time. That's the point. The, the, so en- the enemies, the enemies of God. We have we have a saying in Spanish. I like it. "It says when the devil is not fishing, yeah. he's mending his nets."
0: Yeah. He never he never sleeps. Yeah. He never stops. And, 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 yeah. and I knew a, a good lady used to say something. Can you say anything nice about the devil? And I said, "Well, I can't think of anything." And she says, "I can." And I said, Well, what is it? She says, He does his job very well. Oh, <laughs>
1: that's true. That's, and that's true. the only thing I can say nice about
0: him. Yeah. And I thought, and I looked yeah. at her and I chuckled because I said, You know, I just yeah, I didn't agree, agree with that. Yeah, I said, I can't argue that point. He does his job well, he never sleeps. So <clears throat> the life of Christ, we're talking about uh, God becoming man. He says, But once God became a babe, was wrapped in swaddling clothes, laid in the manger, men could say, This is Emmanuel, this is God with us. By reaching down to the frail human nature, lifting up the incompatible (coughs) prerogative of union with himself, human nature became dignified. So real was his union that all his acts of words, all of his agonies and tears, all of his thoughts, (coughs) reasons, resolves, emotions, being properly human, were at the same time acts of words, of agony and tears, uh, thoughts and reasonings resolved the emotions of eternal Son of God. But you know what? I read that, and you know what that came to me was that, in other words, like Bishop Sheen says, every action is like a blank check. If Christ's name is on it, it has infinite value. So what this means to me, and I'm interpreting it, Father Murr, that we're going to imitate Christ. So if we give everything to Christ, our, our, our will, everything, every action, picking up this pencil today, like the little flower said, all for love of God, then our life becomes so valuable because we get we we're doing everything not for me myself or i but for jesus christ so i just think this whole idea of 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 the incarnation applies so much because we become dignified through christ
1: yes 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 it's yes, absolutely and how how does that incarnation how does that incarnation take place through what process uh God also prepared the whole way, right? Yes. And he pre- he prepared it by by preparing his mother, and she's getting into that in the next in the right in the next yes, section. That's right. The next page, as a matter yep. of fact. Yep. And what what is what is he trying to say? He's going to say this. Tell me. And this is what people have to understand Tell because, uh, you know, somebody just said to me uh, not not so long ago, on the feast of the of the Assumption. Yes. Well, you believe that Mary is is body and soul in heaven? Is that what you said? Yes. Well, isn't that unnatural?
0: <laughs> That's cute.
1: And I said, well, I said, well, I, I, I guess if you want to look at it that way, she's where her son is. He's body and soul in heaven, and it's where all of us will ultimately want to be. That's yeah. what we're hoping for on the on the the, the day of the of the final judgment. That's right, to be and body soul. and soul complete in heaven. Yep, and, and yep. it's what we all want. Yep. Now, the, the point the point is this: since Adam and Eve fell. And committed the first sin, which is called the original sin, the origin, the first sin. There's going to be a new Adam. And this is, Sheen is on the next page, he's coming into it, the title, The New Adam. And if there's going to be a new Adam, there has to be a new Eve. Amen. Right? So, this creation of Eve, even before the physical creation of our Lord, uh, to prepare a place for him to come into the world. They also think that that's unnatural. If you would say, if you would ask, I think she said it too in another in another place. At least in the retreat that he gave for priests, he said, uh, "People think that that Mary conceived without sin was unnatural." But he said, if you go on a bus and would take a survey and on the bus ask everyone on the bus if they were conceived in sin, they'd all think you were crazy. Of course, they weren't. Of course they weren't. Right. So in other words, modern theologians would have the only person conceived in sin as the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's funny. <laughs> Humanity's fine. Yes, yes. Actually, actually, she is going to be the new Eve.
0: Yes, and this is powerful. You know, Genesis yeah. 3.15, uh, you know, uh, to tie in <clears throat> to our Blessed Mother. <clears throat> we just have a couple minutes left. Father Murray, I wanted to uh, change gears because I want to get that for the next week. I want people to know more about the books you've written and what you have done in uh, in regards to uh, sharing the gospel and how people can contact you. I know you've already been inundated with letters and emails. Uh, You know, people just type. How how can they contact you and also get your book? Because I want people to get any of the books you've published.
1: Uh, I guess. And I don't get a commission
0: for it, folks. I'm just. I do it because I. The books are very valuable. Go ahead.
1: Well, I, I just I right before I got on on uh, on the air with you, sure. I got a telephone call from Brazil. Yeah, so I have a, a have a conference to give in Brazil. Good, and it's 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 amazing how excited they are about the about this book. When I wrote the book, Murder in the Thirty Third Degree. Yes, is the name of the, is the title of it. Sure. Let sure. me let me say that again slowly. Murder in the Thirty Third Degree. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: When I wrote the book, I did not at all imagine that it was going to have the success that it's enjoying. Mm-hmm. I wrote it because and I told you, Terry, yes, you did. I'm getting I'm getting older. Yep. And before it. I die, before I die, I want what happened said. Yes. I want it stated. Now, there are a couple people in this whole thing, in this whole thing since the book was 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 done who said, no. Uh, I don't believe that that's that's what happened. I don't believe that. I said, well, you know, these were priests, by the way, yeah, priests, not course. not lay people, right? I said, well, there's nothing that I can do to convince you. Right. I'm telling you, I lived through it, and this is what happened. Yeah. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, about about a month ago, i um, a professor of history, very famous Roman professor. Oh of history, yeah, Doctor Roberto. De Mattei. Don't you love that last name? De Mattei of Matthew. Yes. De Mattei. Dr. Roberto De Mattei contacted me and asked uh, if he could write a new introduction for my book. I love it.
0: Yeah, that's quite an honor. honor. Why?
1: He said, because I happen to have known Cardinal Gagnon and Monsignor Mario Marini. Wow. And I knew exactly what you wrote I heard from their lips. That confirms you, doesn't said, it? And he said, he said, I'd like people to know that.
0: Oh, that's that a, You're not
1: that's exaggerating. Huge. I said, I said, are you kidding? It's like was, it, I said, yes, would, it, would I like that? I would like that very much. So in the new edition. Yes. Uh, we just, we just put it, it just came out last week. There is a new, the Italian introduction. He also got us a, a publisher in Italian. You're going to love this, Terry. Yeah. The book is coming out next week in Italy, in time for the synod. Oh, perfect! It, it, it'll it'll be on the bookshelves in Rome. Love it! I love it! <laughs> wow! But so anyway, that's that's the that's the that's the major book, and that talks about the infiltration. That's what I want you to talk of Freemasons yes. into into the hierarchy and Roman Curia. Uh, also, there's the Godmother you've no, that had good, me on the air yeah. about, oh, yeah. uh, with Mother Pasqualina, who was oh. Pius the Twelfth Secretary for forty-two tough years. lady, a but lady. holy, but tough lady. Oh, she was. She was. She was no nonsense. She was no nonsense. What I
0: read, I, I can hear I, the stories that are in that book, folks. You're going to go. <laughs> we need a a mother like that today in the church.
1: Yeah, no, she was. She was a great lady. Anyway, the, the stories that she gives yes. tell you an awful lot. About, I, well, let me just put it this way. Yeah. Reading those two books, I've got a few more books also, but reading those two books. Yes. I really believe anyone who reads them has a real. Grasp of what is happening today.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because all what is happening today was sown a, a few decades ago. It didn't just happen overnight. It was prepared right after the Second Vatican Council all the way through. So I think they're important books that way, and I'm very pleased that the Professor Dumattei finds it. He said of great historical importance. So yeah, that makes me feel good. And,
0: and Father, I wanted to give another plug because you're getting on more uh, podcasts, and I, I, I to me. I want people to know uh, inside the Vatican, uh, uh, Mr. Monahan. He's uh, he's got you once a week or more doing podcasts. How else? What other ones are people? I mean, well, let me let me just say this. Let
1: me just say this, Terry Barber. Yeah. To, to anyone, to anyone who cares. Yeah. I got my start right here. Yeah. <laughs> I got my start right here with well, Terry. We Barber. do that with Scott. You were the one. You were the yeah, one who invited bug. me on to uh, begin with. Yeah. And to and yes, you. If it it weren't for you, I wouldn't... But you know what, that's our
0: charism for 45 years, Father. We want to expose people to the truth of the gospel, and we put them in with people who we trust, and you're one of them. And so I just want people to know that if you look up Father Charles Murr on the internet, uh, you know, on YouTube, you'll find other interviews on social media. Uh, I just think that what you have to say is important, because of one thing. It's not the way you part your hair or I part our hair. We have the same barber, okay? Look at us. We're bald. But it's because of our love for Jesus Christ and the truth of the gospel. This is why we do what we do. This is why we're doing the life of Christ right now. Because I think this is so important that people know the person of Christ and how it applies to them and why, they all, why we all should be followers of Christ. And you know, Father, this is something that Bishop Sheen has said so well about the uniqueness of Jesus Christ. In other words, we live in a world of confusion right now where even people in the church are saying nonsense things where they say, oh, just be a good Muslim. Oh, just be a good Jew. Oh, be a good Protestant. I'm going I'm to give the story, and I think I have time to say this. <clears throat> Scott Hahn, back in 1985, was at Marquette, a Jesuit university, and he wanted to become Catholic. And the Jesuits said, oh, stay a good, be a a good Presbyterian. See, this is not the Church of Jesus Christ that says, uh, you know, baptize people in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Get them into the fold. And this is why it's important to know the life of Christ. Father Murr, I want to thank you again for all you do for Holy Mother, the Church, and spreading the gospel, and not compromising. You and Bishop Strickland, I do uh, once a week. And I gotta tell you folks, I don't know about you, but the Bishop Strickland Hour and the time I spent with Father Murr constantly helped me fall deeper in love with Jesus Christ and his bride, the church. I asked Jesse this question. Father Murr, what state should we be living in?
1: The state of grace. You
0: nailed it again, just like Jesse does every day. And remember Our Lady of Fatima said, souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. Give it all to Jesus. Unite your sufferings with the sufferings of Christ to help redeem the world. Check us out on our on our uh, on our, our YouTube channel, and also go to vmpr.org and check out all the other shows. Thank God. God bless you.